From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, February 21st. Pete Sands says he was an artistic kid growing up in Montezuma Creek on the Utah side of the Navajo Nation. There's really not a lot to do there, so I was always a very huge imaginative kid. And AM radio was huge for me when I was a kid because I lived on the reservation and I was just turn the dials and listen to find different stories. Back then they had those disc jockeys that used to tell stories, like Wolfman Jack and just different DJs used to tell stories and it was just incredible to escape through that. And that's where I think my imagination took me to kind of help me deal with the loneliness I had when I was a kid. So, you know, radio, music, storytelling really helped me. That kid tuning the radio dial in Montezuma Creek grew up to be a lot of things. Sands is now a performing artist. His band, Pete Sands and the Drifters, fuses country, rock, and blues. He and his music have made appearances in the Western TV series Yellowstone. He's also been recognized nationally for his work with Utah Navajo Health System. That's because during the height of the pandemic, he established a COVID-19 relief program that delivered food and other essential items to thousands of households across the Navajo Nation every week. Time magazine honored him for this work as a healthcare guardian. It was during that time, making deliveries and traveling across the nation, he started noticing something. So within that year from 2020 to 2021, there's certain things that COVID showed me out on the reservation. One of the things was the language disparity, is that the elder generation who were, everybody was told to stay home, you know, shelter at home. And I would go there and the older people, the elders would ask me, can you translate? Do you speak Diné? Do you speak Navajo? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I can't talk to my grandkids because the language isn't there. And so that's when I started learning about language. And sometimes I would go deliver to elders that were living by themselves, middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And they were just happy that somebody could converse with them in their own language. People kept coming to me, asking me, you got, you got to save the language somehow. You got to help somehow. And I was like, I don't know what to do. But Sands began mulling this over and over wondering how he could help address this language disparity he was observing around the Navajo Nation. It wasn't until he visited a classroom in late 2020 that something clicked. And uh, the school teacher was trying to tell her kids to clean up the classroom, and they weren't listening to her. But uh, she went to her desk and she took out a puppet, and she started talking through the puppet, and the kids listened to the puppet. And so that's when I had the light bulb moment, you know, you're like, wait a minute, there's something here. But once I saw that, I'm like, puppets, language, I can do this. Hmm. So that's where it came from. That's really where it started. Navajo Highways is a new children's TV show born out of this light bulb moment for Sands. The show centers on two kids, puppets, Ash and Sadie, as they travel around the Navajo Nation learning about their language and culture. Today on the news, we hear more from Sands, who is blending his skills with storytelling, performance, and community health with this project. It strikes me that you're working in healthcare, but you're also starting this project that is about the health of the language and the health of the culture. Do you have any thoughts on that? It's hard to describe because I do a lot of things. I do a lot of different things because I do photography. I do film work. I do the language immersion. I'm starting now. I'm just an artist, and I have so many friends in different different areas as well that help me. And one thing that I knew going into these things, you know, you work for a health system, but they're not an education system. But I think they're 
related. I think they're really related. And when you get to it, people try to separate, you know, the health and the educational programs. They both need to work together. One of the big things that we're trying to push with the, besides language, is healthy living. Not, not just talking about food, but also like the home. And um, bringing, really bringing back the Navajo cultural aspects that drive home and showing why we do these certain things, why we practice these certain things in Navajo culture, and why our homes are, you know, like even a traditional hogan, why is it built that way? What does it represent? It represents so many things, and I think bringing that back to the forefront and learning through these two main characters, the main character is Sadie, the, the younger girl, Muppet. She's basically, the audience will learn along with her and travel with her cousin to see all these different people and mm-hmm. learn about the culture. And the grandmother is the hope. She's like the heart of the reservation. And the uncle's a wild card. He's the one that's like, he's been off the res. He's a veteran. He used to be a roadie for country bands. So he's the connection to the outside world okay. for the kids. Sure. And uh, the host uh, is Ma Bell. She, she, Ma Bell, she's like, she's like, she's kind of like the essence for the kids, like keeps mm-hmm. them grounded. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot to put into a um, TV show, but I think, you know, simplifying things and slowly building up is very it's going to be effective because the first thing in learning any language or any new culture is learning introduction and that's Mm -hmm. where we're starting from yeah you know when we talk about the navajo language or Dene bazaar um you know you're not just talking about a mode of communication you're talking about storytelling Mm -hmm. and you're talking about culture and i know you've said before that you know this is you know the language that you sing in you pray in it's much more than just Mm -hmm. you know asking for directions yes that's uh one thing that one of the things i drive home when they ask me about this is like you know without indigenous language there's no indigenous culture and that goes for everybody any any culture once you lose language the culture's gone and um, when I was doing my speaking, because I, I avoided public speaking for so long, <laughs> and I started doing it just in the past three months. Oh, wow. And a lot of things I've been saying, people are like, you know, you say things in a way where you're not judging people. You're just raising awareness. Mm. But um, I said, you know, what good is it if you don't know what you're saying when you're praying? I mean, you can recite words, mm. but... If you don't know what those words mean, what, how, what good is that song or that mm-hmm. prayer? Because Navajo is descriptive. It's a very descriptive language. And uh, I was breaking this down in another interview I was doing. Or like, I said, I'm explaining to you, airplane. There's no word just for airplane. You're literally describing what you're seeing. So it says chidnata, which is a flying car. Mm. So it's not like one word. So one thing I learned during my research for this was also the Navajo alphabet has changed. There's a new Navajo alphabet, and then there's also a phonetical alphabet. So it's all signs and symbols for sounds. And then there's ASL that's different for Navajo as well. So there's so much putting into it that I didn't realize. Yeah. But I think it's important to incorporate all of these in some way and really show it's it's inclusive for Mm -hmm. everybody. Even people who are non-Navajo want to learn it. They want to Mm -hmm. see it. And I think it's important to share the language because it's very special and it's meaningful. Where mm-hmm. are you in the process right now with Navajo Highways? You explained to us the four great characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to happen next? What we're doing now is we're building sets. I've filmed a couple of the first two episodes. 
Um, we haven't finished completely shooting it because there's certain things we need that we still have to build. But I'm hoping to have six episodes done by the end of next month. So people can have something to watch and refer to. Because even like the little demo reels I've made, mm-hmm. a lot of people, so many people have written me like, this is, cr- this is amazing. This is so funny. You know, and for me as a director, right, I'm just like, uh-huh. Like some when we're working, I just, just some scenes. I just like I just lose it, and I can't stop laughing. I have to leave or just step aside and be like, "Oh man, you know, I'll be back." But I think there's you know there's things that drive society, especially indigenous cultures. Humor, native humor is legendary for it, mm-hmm. for its inclusiveness and its dry humor. And I think humor is how we deal with tragedy. Finding the bright side of whatever we're dealing with and humor is important yeah you don't want it to be like this dry educational program no because the language is not dry no (laughs) it's like you said it's descriptive it's expressive it's humorous you want that to a program to reflect that oh yeah it's 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 been great it's been it's best been it's definitely been a journey because we have we actually have a puppeteer from sesame street that's teaching our puppet our puppeteers so even from that higher up people are still trying to help us they want to see us succeed and it's it's amazing the help we've been getting and the support and this is something i just thought of you know i didn't i didn't know if it was going to work or not but it's coming together it's coming together rather well and i just wanted to continue growing and make the show belong to the people the premise is that these characters will be going around the Navajo Nation. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to be showing different towns and areas and chapter houses and things like that? Yes, which is one thing that uh, I really I really want to push forward is that there's different parts to the Navajo Nation. There's different parts. In some of those places, they see things differently. Mm-hmm. And there's very, very, very important parts of our mythology that tie to certain places. So basically, Sadie and Ash are going to be traveling the reservation to different parts. Like, you know, they want to learn how to sing a song. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they'll go to a singer, a friend of mine, who will go and will visit them. And they'll, they'll teach them a song. Like, this is a song. This is what it means. Mm-hmm. And um, also non-native things. Because, you know, Sadie wants to be a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be running into, and her uncles will be taking her to his friends country singers that I became friends with. So I'm excited about that because it, it's learning how to live with each other as well as saving the language mm-hmm. and uh, trying to bring home the idea of communication, mm-hmm. how to talk to one another. There's so many people that keep writing me, like, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of this. I speak the language. We have to save the language. It'll grow. It'll continue to grow. And I'm excited to see more puppets to be made, to have more personalities Mm. and just to keep it growing. I'm curious if other indigenous communities might be interested in doing something like that. That's uh, that's one thing I had mentioned before to a lot of people who support, especially like um, delegates on the reservation. I said, right. you know, this could grow to where I, my true vision is for us to grow this, and then Sadie and Ash can meet maybe puppets from the Apache reservation. Mm-hmm. And so this, it can just spread out to different Indian territory, Indian reservations, and really have them build their own tv show or concept it's wild to be in a position where you are just starting something where you have been working on this for a while but you can see the potential for it mm-hmm. also yes <laughs> you know sometimes you you get that self-doubt because uh-huh. you know you're like i don't know if it's going to work i don't uh-huh. know if i can pull it off 
But I think as a leader, you have to always show that you can overcome any obstacle, even if it's your own mind telling you you can't do it. Is, I mean, doubt is natural to be doubtful about yourself, whatever it is you're doing. But to see an elderly person see hope in a clip where they're laughing about it and like, <laughs> oh, this is so funny. <laughs> and children are like, oh, my God, I want to mm-hmm. buy a puppet. I want to mm-hmm. buy the toy that looks like that. There's hope in it. And that's important, you know, even just that little dimmer of light, it'll, it'll, it's worth it. Well, thank you so much, Pete. You know, is there anything else that you feel like you'd want to tell us about Navajo Highways? I think uh, I didn't realize how impactful it was going to be until you get people who send me videos of the kids watching just a little demo reel I do and send videos of their grandmothers or grandparents Mm -hmm and them laughing or crying, like, mm-hmm. this is going to help us. I mean, that, that's really, you have no idea how you impact people until you see something like that. Mm-hmm. And you realize it's definitely worthwhile. And I appreciate all the help people have given me so far from all walks of life. Because we truly can't do anything if we can't do everything together, come together as a people. Pete Sands, a creator behind Navajo Highways, a new children's TV show aimed at revitalizing Dene Bazad using puppets. He and his team are working on the first season and currently plan to release episodes on YouTube. You can find out more about this project in the show notes of today's news. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, February 21st. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.